Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Welcome to the Nerd Party. They can travel anywhere in time and space. Off we go into time. In space! So all of time and all of space is sitting out there. Welcome to Time and Space, one married couple's adventure through the Doctor Who universe. I'm Jessica Nunn. And I'm her, for the kids, companion, Philip Gilfus. <laughs> you know, all of the kids I work with talk about how down with it you are. That's right. And, and woke and lit and fly. Is fly still a thing? Well, I'm pretty, pretty fly for a white guy. Yeah, you are. That's exactly <laughs> what they say, these 16-year-olds. <laughs> Oh, I love that as a thing. Yes. <laughs> so what have we been doing this? Oh, we survived a hurricane. We survived way. a hurricane. So yeah. far. Yeah, so, so far. far. Let's not... Uh... For the most part. It's it's gone. Now it's the post-hurricane effects we worry about. Yes. So, But I mean, for the most part, it didn't touch us. Hurricane Florence or Tropical Storm Florence or Tropical Depression, Depression Florence. Florence as time. she's known as now. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, she sort of hooked around us where we live in North Carolina. But nevertheless... Um, we certainly know people who were affected, unfortunately. And but I mean, as far as where we live, we are sort of getting. We sort of got, didn't hit us really till the end. Like uh, recording yesterday. this yesterday. Yeah. Oh my God, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. That was when it rained and rained and rained. And rained. I mean, just incessantly. I think because I we have a a bucket, bucket outside, a big tin bucket that actually held the beer for our wedding yeah. and i turned it over before the hurricane started right to make a drum <laughs> no no the other way oh, okay. <laughs> it was a it's a drum during normal times okay. for the hurricane i turned it over and made it a bucket no i put uh, some plants in there so that they wouldn't blow away mm-hmm. and then ended up taking them out once the wind was gone but so for Sort of Thursday through Saturday, we'd gotten maybe two or three inches in the bucket. And by this morning, it was filled up to the very top. So we got probably a foot, which means that we got eight or nine inches Mm -hmm. all in a 24-hour period, which is a tremendous amount of water. And places around us flooded. Uh, The end of my mother's road that she lives on was flooded. My Uncle Gary, as I was driving to work today, noticed that his driveway has now a river running through it, Mm -hmm. uh, which was exciting. Our creek had risen quite considerably. So, uh, yeah, it was a lot of rain. We were incredibly fortunate uh, not to lose power. With the ground as wet as it is at the moment, we still have the potential to lose trees and subsequently power, but uh, I think we're through the worst of it. Yeah, we got incredibly lucky. Yeah, I think most of the local flooding receded fairly quickly for the most part. Yeah, a lot of people are in the east part of the state are going to be living with this a very long time, and they were just getting out of Matthew, Hurricane Matthew. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so, and then where my parents live, they're fine in Fayetteville, which is sort of more a south central, southeastern. But they Fayetteville, were without you know. power for like three days yeah. or something. Well, a day or, I think a day and a half or something like that. It was, but, it know. felt like longer than that. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so well, basically it's almost a wait and see, give another two days or see how the river levels go. Yeah, and, and one that. of the problems is, of course, that all of the rivers run to the ocean. And so, you know, all the south and the east. Yeah. So we got this tremendous amount of rain. And so all of our rivers are now heading back to the coast Mm -hmm. who have already gotten pummeled. Um, and they're saying the Cape Fear River, uh, in Fayetteville, for instance, isn't going to crest until tomorrow sometime. Yeah, at least 62. Um, so yeah. it's going to be ridiculous. And yeah, we've been thinking a lot about our, our eastern neighbors. Sure. So, but in the spirit of luckiness, we did, uh, choose get our our hunk hunkering down and made it an mm. opportunity for today's topic 
Yes, absolutely. All of our events were canceled from Friday to Sunday, so we decided that we were going to look at something a little different. A Doctor Who spinoff. Some have been successful and others have been class. Class. Yeah. In 2016, this eight-episode series premiered, hoping to attract teenage viewers and was canceled. Why was this series launched with the help of the 12th Doctor not fated to last? We'll be talking all things class and try not to turn into Shadowkin. You have to say something. Go ahead. Not until I did research five seconds ago. You thought it was Shadow King. I didn't thought it was you? Shadow King. I thought King. it was Shadow King too. I, I did my research yesterday because okay. I am much more prepared for this than you are. <laughs> Uh, but yes, I thought it was Shadow King. The whole time I thought they were talking about the guy. I yes. thought they were literally talking about the Shadow King. I want to kill the Shadow King, death of the Shadow King. I'm like, well, well the one guy, I guess. But yeah, like, he's no. been dethroned. You yeah, know, yeah really... what's the problem but, here? But, no, oh, it is all Shadow... of them. It is Shadow King. Oh, man. Um, and this may encapsulate uh, the whole series of not understanding a little bit what's going on. A little bit. Okay, little well, bit. Let's, let's just start at least with the premise before getting into specific characters. So the premise, you know, we watched. Um, we were watching on Prime, and for zero dollars, you can purchase the, um, you know, behind the scenes class stuff. So which is only about sixteen minutes. Although I was bored by yeah. Well, it wasn't like a traditional one where you sort of like show different scenes or show literally behind the scenes. This was just more actors and writers talking to a camera. Yes, maybe. Yeah. And maybe that was my problem with it yeah. was that it was all very promo yeah. rather than, hey, look at these things. Yeah. But yeah. You didn't have like the, look at these exciting children who have now, you know. The, the, I'm, I have the gr- GoPro attached <laughs> to my head. See what I do during the day. Yeah. Now, of course, I feel I should have looked up the creator's name. But anyway, so, but uh, the head writer and creator of class. So basically, the premise. I feel like it was Darren something. I'll I look at it. I, I think I've got it handy. Which is so sad. We don't even know that. Yeah. But anyway, so, you know, the premise, this is my, my paraphrasing, is sort of Coal Hill Academy on the Hellmouth. Which I think they do make fun of. In they the, do mention on the first the episode. Hellmouth. They talk yeah. Hellmouth. They talk Vampire Diaries. They yeah, talk. Yeah. I forget all the references they made. Sort of a nod and wink of like, yeah, we know what we're doing. But um, you know. Yes, um, and I'm okay with that, yeah. and I quite liked it. Oh, sorry, Patrick Ness. See, that's so Patrick bad. Patrick Ness. Um, and I feel like I mean he's a uh, young adult writer, mm-hmm. and I feel like I might have read something. Hold on, let me well, let me keep looking. Well, yes, I yes, uh-huh. I have read his "The Knife of Never Letting Go" series. Okay, um, they call it the Chaos Walking series, um, and I didn't recognize it that way. But just now looking at, it, I was like, "That name, I've read that." So yes, "The Knife of Never Letting Go," and those were really interesting. Does this make any more sense to this? Or no, no? Okay. no, not necessarily. But they were really interesting, sort of dystopian right. future young adults. You know, not. Hunger Games, but Hunger Games-esque. Right. You don't have that sort of play to the death kind of thing, mm. but that dystopian adult, young adults living in this, this sort of strange distant. world. Maybe Hunger Games meets The Giver or something like that. Okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you're too young for The Giver, baby. Okay. No, I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think it's interesting to go for, you know, you've had... To go through them all. Doctor Who. Then you've had Sarah Jane, which is also a kid's, but a little bit tweeny. Yeah, well, yeah, then, definitely then, then, younger you know, than, yeah. Right. At no point do we see Jer- Sarah Jane's bottom. Right, that's true, that's true. Then you have Torchwood, which is sort of adult <clears throat> Doctor yeah, Who, yeah. right? And so now you have Class, which is sort of trying to get that middle, the, the teenagers, which yes. is a hard group to get for anything, though, let's be honest. Absolutely. Mostly- particularly with sci-fi, that's not generated towards dystopia. Right. And and we'll talk once we get a little bit further into it. I think we'll yeah. talk a little bit more about that as an idea. And it sort of provided some opportunities. Um, and I don't want to skip ahead to our our challenges or pluses with the series. Mm. But I think it was interesting that it's it's Doctor Who spinoff. But I can't really think of anything other than a weeping angel hint cameo at the end. Yeah, there was nothing. Doctor well, and Who. the Doctor appearing in the yeah, first episode. But, uh, you know, but there's nothing Doctor Who universe. Yes, about. I mean, I'm I not saying I want Daleks going through the the doorways or anything, 
But, uh, you know, it was other than seeing uh, Danny Pink and um, Clara's name on the memorial wall. Several times. Yeah. Several times. Well, but they would yeah. add names after him. Yes. They, they, uh, but, yeah, I would agree with that. I think that that was one of the issues that they had, is that they didn't tie it back enough. Mm. Um, they could have done more to tie it back. Because Sarah Jane is Sarah Jane, and Captain Jack is Captain Jack, but class doesn't have anyone. From right. Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except Peter Capaldi, who shows up Just in the like, first season. Just be like, I bless the series, bye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. You guys are going to be a great team. I'm <laughs> off. Are they? Um, but anyway. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, I think the premise is interesting. I mean, it is o- overused. Well, I was going to say overused. Not in a bad way, which overused means in a bad way. But it's a premise that's out there. High school was a thing that encountered. I mean, t- Torchwood. Torchwood, which is not a high school. But Torchwood had the rift. Yeah, yeah, and I'm perfectly yeah. comfortable with literally the British version of Buffy. Yeah, you know, I, I'm perfectly comfortable with mm. that. I love the premise of yeah. this. And to be fair, first season Buffy is yeah, it is what well, it is. and that this is one of my things. I think that class was still trying to figure itself out, and one of the problems with British television that American television doesn't necessarily have to face is that they had eight seasons or eight uh, episodes, episodes mm-hmm. to to show who they were. Mm-hmm. And that's I think that that's really harder than we give people credit for. You know, Buffy's first season was... It was a mid-season replacement, but still probably had 16 episodes or something. Yeah, exactly. And so they have twice as long mm-hmm. to sort of find their feet. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I felt this really went wrong, is that it just never found its feet. And I think if it had been given another season, um, although, and we'll, I'm sure we'll come back to this, I have very mixed feelings about <laughs> the Weeping Angels being part of the second season. Uh, but I feel like if they'd had another season, they may have had better luck. Cool. Well, let's sort of scope into the characters here. Okay. So first, we're going to go with the prince himself, Charlie Charles Smith. Yes. So what do you think about the prince? I like it. it the truth is, I liked all of the characters. I liked all of the actors. I thought they all did a great job. I think we needed more backstory. And I know we're going to come to mm-hmm. Quill. But we get so much thrust at us without a lot of context. We don't see what his world looked like. Right. We don't see what his world looked like when the Quills were freedom fighters, right. as Quill puts it, or terrorists, as as Charlie puts it. We don't see that world at all. So this is the whole we get telling, not showing. Yeah, we get the back. We get a flashback of the shadow killing people, mm-hmm. but that's literally all we get. No, the shadow the kin. So, sorry, the not shadow, the shadow killing. <laughs> shadow <laughs> kin. <laughs> it sounded like yeah. I said killing, and I didn't. I said kin. Um, so yeah, I think we missed a lot with that. I think we missed a lot of opportunity with that. Yeah, I think with Charlie. I mean, I like that he's sort of. I think they could have played it more. So, you know, the premise is that he's an alien among humans, teenagers. And, you know, the whole teenagers are awkward and he doesn't know social pop culture. I don't think that played up enough. Like, he mm-hmm. wasn't awkward enough. I mean, I mean, he's supposed to be the prince, so he always has the... I mean, even... He has in maybe the first episode, I think, where he's Googling Idris Elba. <laughs> yes. You know, which is cute, but... Yeah, I think that that's the biggest reference we get to it. I agree. I mean, him not understanding prom and then the misunderstanding, like she thinks, you know, he's, but he's like, oh, oh, I'm supposed to, uh, he's like, no, thank you. Yeah. Yes. And then later on, he's like, so you're supposed to have a date for prom. And April's like, yes. And he's like, I will ask this guy. And (laughs) and then she's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And, And all of that was absolutely fine, except he's not human. Right. And, And as you say, there needs to be. Uh, and I would have liked, you know, at further in, he gives us a little bit of sob story right. of how he has this responsibility and he has to think of the people rather than himself. And he doesn't feel like his family really thought of him as an individual. And again, he's telling us these right. things and we haven't seen any of it. It would have been interesting because the thread of the season, I'll say season for America, uh, the season is not... Like, I mean, there's two ways to do it. You could have just done what you usually do is, you know, enemy of the week or monster of the week. 
That's what usually these shows do, mm-hmm. first season. And they didn't do that, necessarily. Um, it, they, kind of, and then again, this is one of my yeah. problems with the they season, did, they did is it. they sort of, and then they, mm, yeah. it, it, they hedged their bets exactly. with this, and that was frustrating. But if there is a thread, I, I think it would be interesting if they had done a thread of flashbacks to, the, to Quill and Charlie. You know, every episode, it could be start with, uh, well, not every episode, but most episodes, starts with, you know, before the shadow can attack, you know, this incident, and then you flash forward to the current one. And, you know, maybe not every, but I think that would sort of set up more. Because they're sort of, I mean, Charlie, well, I don't know if he's the main character, but if anyone is, it's him. Um, unless he isn't. But anyway, but Charlie and Quill <laughs> as the two aliens are sort of, you know, yeah. I feel like. They are the anchor to yeah, Doctor Who. exactly. Certainly. They're the anchors, yeah. you know. Um, and so it would have been interesting to see more. And then I also I think with Charlie, the thread, and we've watched this twice. We watched it when it aired, except we sort of got I, bored. We missed in the last two, two episodes. Yeah, and never yeah. like it's been on the DVR this whole time. We've never watched it, uh, but then we watched it this time, and still the premise of like the entire thread of I'm forgetting the names of things, but the box, the box with the souls of yeah, those people yeah. of not to use it or to use it, and I'm still not clear on the conflict. So I get it. So there's the, the box of souls of his people. It can be used as a weapon because the souls will attack another soul and destroy it, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then, so he doesn't... But it means genocide. Right. It means that every of pers- that race. thing of that race is going to be completely wiped out. Right. Yeah. Um, but then he says, if I use it, it kills himself. I guess that he mean like... Cotton- no, that was, that was because, that was at the in the last episode, hashtag spoilers, yeah. and the Shadow Kin right. King uh-huh. had blown something in his eye even, and made him sort of Shadow King. But before that, before remember that it was like the... Th- Fifth. Before that, it was all like, but if I do this, I'll lose myself. I-, I lose hope because he has all of the souls of his people together. Uh-huh. And the minute he releases them, they will be gone forever. Because I'm thinking of the episode, um, and there's so few, so it could be like the fourth episode because there's only eight. Um, the one where it's him, the boyfriend, Quill, and the governor, or the head. He kept saying head. I thought they meant head teacher. Yeah, they did. Are they head mistress, or is that the same thing? Head I was teacher confused. and head mistress right, is the, the same, same thing. thing. Okay, yeah. well, I thought there was yeah. an apartment meant head. Okay, anyway. No, I so. mean, there are, but that's not what okay, she is. Okay. She comes in and replaces the head. Well, I got that, but then they get confused. Yeah, me. anyway. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, and the head, and there's the whole, like, the gun, and then, like, okay, you use it on them, or you're going to use it on the pedals, or going to use it in that sort of the conflict. I was like, that's confusing to me, because I'm like, I don't really understand what's going on. No, I got it. Um, I understood that, you know, the minute that happens, A, he's going to lose himself because he's committed genocide. Okay. And theoretically, but he later reveals he's fine with that in a way. Ultimately, yeah. Um, but also because then the last remnant of his people are gone. Right. And then they do this whole sort of thing of if you're a hero and you do it, then all the souls come back. But they almost kind of like low-key introduced that and then whispered it in the last episode and be like, yeah, never mind, I guess. Well, I am not sure because I wonder if then April comes back as the Shadowkin King because she was then somehow one of the souls in the box somehow. None of that's made clear. And also, I really struggled with the idea that he goes through this big whole thing of, no, I can't commit genocide against the Shadowkins. Genocide is wrong. Genocide is wrong. I'll come up with a compromise, and the Shadowkin can kill the flowers, and that'll be great, and the problem solved. And then at the end, he's like, oh, no, I've got to commit genocide against the Shadowkin. Done. Yeah. And I was like, that doesn't... Because, like, you're you're almost set up Quills as being the counter-argument, and she's, quote-unquote, the villain. I mean, we can talk about it in a second. But then you're like, well, I guess she was right the whole time. Yeah, yeah, totally should have, we could have caused a, we could have, yeah, fixed a lot of problems. If they had done that before the season even started. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, the, I struggled a lot with that final choice because. Yeah, seems like they just wrote themselves in a corner. He sp- like, yeah, whatever. he spent so much time and so many people died throughout the course of the season because he wasn't prepared to do that. And so then in the end, he's cool with it. Yeah. You know, I feel like those lives were lost for nothing. Yeah. If he'd done that in episode one, when they first chopped off Rami's leg, 
Problem solved. Problem solved. Anyway. Let's move on to the next alien of the week. So another part of Charlie's character. I, how are we saying the boyfriend's Mateus. name? Mateus. Mateus. I mean, I thought it was interesting. It was sort of like, you know, they're uh, two guys in a relationship. No big deal. And I'm like, well, that's fine. I'm not fine. I'm fine with that. But it seemed like, and I don't know, this is where I get into trouble not actually being young. They seem very adult in their relationship. I kind of feel like in some cases that's a thing. That didn't bother me. It didn't bother me that much. Um, I think that's the way, because I felt like the, the boyfriend, well, because Charlie, I felt like, and the actor seemed like a teenager. I feel like Mateus seems more like 25 or something, yeah. playing it as a 25-year-old. But you know what he didn't seem what? the whole time we Polish? were watching this? Oh, no. American. Oh, that's Which true. he totally <laughs> is. So, <laughs> at least he sounded like props it. Props to the actor yeah. for that. Yes, when we saw him in the interviews, we were like, he does not sound nearly as Polish as he does <laughs> in, the, in the television series. He's British American. He he is a is a dual citizen of the world. But mm. um, yeah, and I get that. And again, I don't fit. We are told. I mean, I'm trying to think. I guess what what is a teenage gay relationship I've seen on screen. I'm sure I have, but none comes to mind, so maybe I don't have something to compare it against. You mean a male gay? Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about Willow and... Yeah. What, Tara. Uh, Tara, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'd need to think about it. I'm, I'm sure I could come up with it, but yeah. I watch a lot more fluff than you do. Yeah. Um, and so I'll, I'll watch the teenage, te- the teenage dramas. I was, yeah, I, I, I was... Ultimately I was, dismiss I it. Was, I know. I was getting <laughs> to the clarifying teenage mm. dramas, or what I mean by fluff. Mm. Again, we get the whole, we are told Mateus's parents hate this. Yeah. We are told that they throw him out of the house. We don't get to see any of that. We don't get to, and so we can't, whlst we can sympathize, we can't empathize. We haven't seen any of that I sort mean, also of thing the, happen. And this was me, just the reality of it. Because they sort of like dismiss it. Like, because he gets kicked out of the house. And so he ends up living with Charlie and Quill, which, you know, whatever. I mean, that's fine. But then it's like, they have a fight. You and know, so he goes and sleeps in, in his, his cousin's car? car. Cousin's car. His cousin's car. But like, not his car. His cousin's car for three days. That's terrible. Yeah, I would have been like Charlie. You just put him in a room and don't talk to him. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna make him live in a car. Yeah. And and it, <sighs> but again, because we don't have any of his backstory, yeah. and it's interesting, you know. In again researching this, I went to Wikipedia. Yeah. I'm not proud, but that's always just the quick and quick yeah. and dirty version. Yeah. And they talk about the fact that the actor who plays Mateos, and I don't know any actor's name, so mm. it is no offense to this one that I don't know his. Um, the actor playing Mateos was never listed in the opening credits as a yeah. main mm-hmm. character, but was, was every episode was in every episode. That's yeah, a, when I was and doing was the a, Tardis.Wikia, or maybe I did Wikipedia too, where it listed the main characters, and then Mateos was the second. Of the, I'm like, I'm putting him in the, that's why I have him yeah, listen you, ha- you have him in a subsection, I, I, though, I, I, underneath I, I, yeah. Charlie, and we don't know if that's the way they, <laughs> they work, but hey, we're going with it. Um, so yeah, I feel like, and I don't know, I don't know if maybe they wanted that to not be as big a storyline as it ended up being. Mm-hmm. You know, they just wanted, you know, Charlie's got a boyfriend and that's a normal thing and that's fine. Yeah. But the boyfriend isn't necessarily part of it. I don't know what the thought process but was But it was intended that. like that he was always there. Oh, yeah. And he wasn't absolutely. like guy version of damsel in distress like i mean he was you know he was always sort of like hey charlie you should do this well you should he do that. was he was charlie's anchor yeah. he was the moral compass for charlie yeah. um but again i wanted to more. know more oh, yeah. I, I, and i wanted to see more of their relationship yeah they go to prom like i said it's a very adult like we kiss and then we're just solid now yeah like, okay, and we they, and they, go, they go to prom <laughs> and he finds out that charlie's an alien and then sort of the next thing we see is him coming to the charlie's door saying i've been kicked out and charlie's like yep come on in you can live here now we're gonna have sex there you go and that and now it's a relationship i mean both of them I mean, so there's no but and uh-huh. we're, we're coming to ram next uh-huh. I felt very similarly about mm-hmm. Ram and April. Well, because I mean, you know, I'm not saying I want, you know, details, details for e- either of the relationships, but like, is it both? This is old hat to them. I mean, is there any first time for either yeah, of them? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Again, it just needed to build. Yeah. It needed to build and it didn't. Right. And it's, and that again encapsulates my whole problem with this season. Mm-hmm. 
I liked it. I really wanted to like it more than I did. Mm -hmm. But everything is so fast. And you don't get any of this lovely buildup, this delicious tension that you really want to have. It felt like they knew they were going to be canceled in eight episodes. And so needed to sort of ram ram everything through as quickly as possible to get to... The end, which was then a cliffhanger, so they clearly didn't know it. It it was a lot. Well, it you segued to Ram. Ram, yes, Ram sing. Sing. I should know this because yes. it's like Con Con sing. Yes, yes. But Ram, um, interesting because again, not being British or watching a lot of British television, I you know they this this and I don't say this in a in a hokey way. I mean they purposefully or not. They check the diversity boxes in this uh, series for the Without most part. Without any blinking. And, and maybe that's not, they're not even trying. And I'm just, you know, that's the American eye of, of looking at things. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but that being said, you know, because. But, but again, all of it just so smoothly. Yeah. And, and to a certain extent, as you say, you know, it's an American eye. And London schools are much more diverse yeah. than. American schools. American schools generally, although mm-hmm. I'm sure in places like New York City, but they're much more. Um, consistently diverse mm-hmm. um that is not always true for outside of london right. um having having taught in the outskirts of london and mostly had white kids mm. but i did have uh, a sikh family that mm. we taught i taught both of the children and mm-hmm. we did have children from african countries That's true. Um, so all of those sorts of things are not that there were not as many as you would necessarily find in a london London school. So, but it was seamless. Yeah. There was never, you know. And he does get a chance to, well, not that it's necessary, but, you know, there was a episode that he brings up about his faith and his traditions. And that mm. was interesting. It wasn't like a, we had to do it in the first episode to establish that we're he's just like, yeah, I don't know, episode six, he'll talk about it. Yeah. You know? And it's, <laughs> and it is, as you say, sort of, sort of a natural conversation. Yeah, I mean, again, of. they're in the caves of the, the shadow kin. Shadow kin of and you're the, like, is this the best time? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so like, and, and I think that's the thing because it was so full on monsters are coming to eat our faces right this second all the time. Mm. We didn't get those casual friendship conversations. Right. So when With the girl you just left, uh, yeah. So when Tanya, Tanya later on is like, I feel like you guys treat me like a little sister. Well, we haven't, as an audience, haven't seen any evidence of that, right? Because we don't see them doing anything other than fighting the monsters or talking over the computer. Yeah, we don't see them hanging out at school. We don't see them hanging out after school. Right. They are either talking on the computer, uh-huh. fighting monsters, or having sex <laughs> yeah and so with ram and I, I i i thought this to myself but then i read it in an article so i'm like well now that i really think it that much it is just emphasize totally what i was thinking but like for the most part i thought ram was an interesting character mm-hmm. i mean like chronologically from like episode one to episode six um you know he, though i felt like he, it was one of those things where I'm, I'm trying to think of like i don't know if glee's a good but, but like you have the jock <laughs> character you know, and in an American, well, I won't blank, but I feel like in other s- stories, it would have been the reluctant, I'm joining this group. Mm. But, but Ram's like, no, I'm with y'all. I mean, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know how the, the jock nerd uh, yeah. separation is in, among the British schools. But, I mean, he seemed brought, like, he didn't seem super jockey, other than himself, personally, that he was a big footballer. But he wasn't, like, hanging around with the team members. I never saw him hanging around with anyone except his dad. And so... So it didn't feel like, to me, like it would be like the, oh, you think, because there, there was those comments like, oh, you're the jock. I'm like, yeah, but he's hanging out with you. I mean, he doesn't have any other friends other than you. Apparently. Except for the girl yeah. who got murdered. Yeah, uh-huh. and she's dead now, so but that doesn't way, matter. She struck me as being, like, much older than him. <laughs> she might have been. Like, she you didn't strike like... me as, like, a student that went to that school. Yeah. Because, like, she got the Uber for him. Interestingly and... enough, she's one of the biggest names in the show. Uh, she was on Hollyoaks, and, you know, she has she has more acting credits mm-hmm. to her name, certainly television credits, than any, any of the others appear to. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of random. Because, um, again, I was like, what's the explanation with hating or dating the, like, 20-year-old or something. <laughs> yeah. and, and and if you're dating a 20-year-old, there needs to be some explanation. Because I felt like when she was at the pitch and the dad was like, I felt like there was going to be a conversation with like, was that your girlfriend? Um. Yes! <laughs> and, and because he was like, who's this girl? And there was, again, there just weren't these normal moments. Mm-hmm. Everything was heightened 
And so nothing was heightened. And I did feel like of all school series that I've seen, class actually did kind of the best of having parents. Mm. I think mean, there's some maybe, that you, but like, but then it got sort of got tricky because then it's like, spoiler alert, his dad dies. And it's like, oh, well, my mom's away. You know, but like, I've We've never, never seen the mom, his mom, the whole, yeah. you know, yeah. and then never. like, never, you know, the, the parents are always conveniently somewhere else or, you know, yeah. and then like they yeah. always sneak out and whatever. But anyway. And we see him letting his dad in on this. Yeah, the leg. And his dad's like, okay. Yep. Alien leg. Okay. Yeah. Don't no, tell that mom. That makes sense. Don't tell mom. Okay. Fair no. enough. <laughs> We're moving on. You know, there is no, you're not hanging out with these people anymore because you got your leg cut off and replaced with alien technology. Right. Or, so none, none of this. Or how, what's he telling the girl's family who got murdered? Yeah, well, girlfriend's... she just disappeared, didn't she? That's what happens at Cole Hill. People just disappear, yeah, but, but she's they not never a, return. She's not a student? Is she I don't a know. Student? We don't know. I mean, I she's, she's, yeah, maybe she's a really stupid 20-year-old, except they don't really hold people back in Britain, so <laughs> that's not the answer. So, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, but, I th- but, but my problem with Ram is... In the, what I'm calling the Naked Now episode in my Star Trek illusion, from that episode on, he's just the yelly spitty character. What are we doing? You all still, no, I'm leaving. Blah! And then that's him all throughout yeah. the rest of the series. He's mugging for the camera. Right. Like, I feel like the first few episodes, really good. And then about halfway through, he finds his feet. Uh-huh. In his own mind, at least. Mm-hmm. And then it's a lot of mugging. He pulls a lot of faces. Mm-hmm. He Halfway through this season, he becomes an actor. <laughs> and it's clear that that is what he is doing. Mm-hmm. And again, there's no definitive... Like, part of the time, he's comedic relief. Right. And the rest of the time, he is really, really angsty. And there's just... No middle ground. It's hard to get a feel for his character because is he this you know the, the self self assured jock who's the star footballer? I don't know. Um, I'm like you know varsity football here in America. I don't, I don't know what the, what how the, what they call this a, the star jocks in Britain. But anyway, um, star foot- footballers. Yeah, That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know on on I forget what was it team one team two. I know he got yes but, anyway. yeah. But anyway. The point, but it's not like he was popular at school. Like no one else talked to him. Although he's kind of a bully at the beginning, he yeah. knocks Charlie's books over. So he's clearly like the the BMOC but as twer. Feel like, but is he though? But we don't see that. He should be surrounded by yeah. other footballers. Yeah, and then he should be losing contact with his footballers and hang out with the new group. And then that's a conflict. But then, of course, I mean that's a conflict. Obviously, his larger conflict is his whole PTSD. Not that I'm making light of that. From his murdered girlfriend, which makes sense. I mean, that should be something that sticks with him, and it does. And, you know, there's that lovely kind of him back and forth with Tanya. Oh, why aren't you going to ask me what happened? And she talks about her loss with her dad. All of which all is very really good. beautiful, but yeah. I just feel he kind of unravels, and I still don't get a feel for well, who he the, is as a person. And the problem is that he does that in episode three or yeah. whatever, and then shags April in episode yeah. four, and then in episode five confesses that he loves April more than she loves him, and it all sort of escalates very quickly, and now he... Um, who we have been told is the big man on campus, the powerful one, is put in this submission place, but we don't get to see any of that happen. Mm-hmm. And so we don't understand why all of a sudden he's in love with, you know. And we don't address the fact that maybe this is rebound yeah. because you watched the, you know, your girlfriend die. Even if you didn't have very strong feelings for that girl, you were just shagging her or she was convenient or she was the most popular girl there and so you needed to be with her, whatever. Right. Perhaps this thing that you think you feel is a reaction to that because remember that was apparently only three weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, because, like, in the truth-telling episode, um, like, I feel like that would have been the more interesting truth. I just slept with you because that, other than I'm in love with you, because, like, because for one thing, and again, this a teenage love, I, I get it, not to poo-poo it, but, like, well, if you love her, then don't be a dick to her. I yeah. mean, that's, yeah, And I know. also appreciate <laughs> the attempt to turn the trope on yeah. its head. That it's the jock who has the stronger feelings for the nerdy girl mm-hmm. rather than the other way around. I appreciate well, he has more trying emotive to trip as that a character. Up. Yeah. Yes, and she's a little yeah. bit more Mr. Spock. Yes, yeah, but it doesn't. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. That would have been a 
huge, huge. I don't actually love you. I think, you know, I'm just or like I fir- rebounding. Or, or the explanation would be like, yeah, that's how I started. But no, I do care for you. You know, once, save once the rock a is bit. out of his hand, yeah, and that's drops. where it cut. Yeah. yeah, those sorts of things. Um, and they just don't explore their humanness. And I think that if you're going to have a world full of... I mean, that's the whole point of a companion in mm. Doctor Who, right? Yeah. Is to give us the humanness of it and to sh- highlight the humanness of the Doctor. And we don't get any of that in class. They could all be aliens. You know. for, for and, and one last thing about Ram before we move on. His dad, which I think is a good character, they killed all the parents at this. And that was the... I, when they killed all the parents in the last episode. Yeah. I mean, I didn't... I was like, there's no way this is real. I was literally said that. Oh, this is a dream. And then like, no, this is real. They're doing this. And I'm like, oh, they're just... I mean, they're just blowing up the whole show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to watch the show. Yeah. No, they killed all the parents straight away. And, and dear God, the poor boy's been through enough. Yeah. Uh, all of them have been through enough. I mean, now... It's uh, just... And, and, Tanya's and an orphan where now. where do you go from here? <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. They have, they have turned it up to 11 mm-hmm. to finish this season that clearly they thought was going to come back because they leave it on a cliffhanger, but there's nowhere to go. You can't go beyond we killed all the parents except the mom we stuck back in the wheelchair. Right. You can't. There's nothing you can do. I mean, that I just, that was a bridge too far. And see, that's where, where with class, like, how dark are we going? Because Torchwood is pretty dark. Um, and I'm like, I don't need class to go that dark. I mean, that's me personally. I, maybe that's what they think the kids want. Yeah. Me, me I, I think it's time to go a little more utopian than dystopia, but that's just me these days. Well, um, and this is also two years ago. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think that dystopia was still more. Yeah, in the vogue. Yeah. Whereas now we're like, um, mm, I don't but think we Yeah, need I just feel like they took everything they had and stuffed it into these eight episodes when they, the, all of the things that happen in this season. I think would have been gorgeous over two seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, all of these threads, there's absolutely no reason why you couldn't have played out April having a sharing a heart with the Shadowkin King all the way through to season two. And don't pair off all your characters in the first season. Definitely Maybe not. Maybe not have Ram and April till ne- next one. Yes. You know? Again, you could have built that up wow. and carried it straight through. This whole Quill and Charlie thing, yeah. you could have easily carried that and given us more backstory so we understood Quill's perspective more, all of those sorts of things. I, I, I yeah. think perhaps if they had had 16 episodes, yeah. they had taken all the information they crammed into eight and given it to us in 16, I think it could have succeeded. Okay. Moving on to April. Yep. Which I didn't know that was her last name, McLean. But anyway, so April. Okay. <laughs> Just April. So sort of the... I don't say the nerd, because that's really Tanya's role if we're trying to keyhole people. The no friends person. I don't know how else to talk to. Yeah, the mousy one. Mousy one, yeah. And you learn a little bit more, you know, the the alcoholic, I guess, right? Alcoholic, violent, abusive father, I guess? Well, suicidal. I don't think he was abusive. I think he was suicidal. When he drove the car in. And and was taking them with him. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. So, and then, you know, gets the wheelchair-bound mom and had to testify against her dad. We get considerably more backstory for her than we did for anybody else, I think. Yeah, of course, we don't get until the end, maybe Tanya. Tanya. Um, we don't get to like halfway through. Yes. And so, but she's... And again, there's not a lot of resolution. You know, her dad shows up. He's there for her. You know, she freaks out. She doesn't want him there. She doesn't want him there. He's still going to be there through this weird, now I carry swords moment. Yeah. And then she's, she says, you have to go. Uh-huh. Which I completely get. Right. I think that, you know, her reaction is appropriate. But then he's, oh, okay. And he's gone and there's no mention of him again. Right. And there, so there's no sort of... And she of, heals her mom, who never actually re- seems to get out of the wheelchair. Oh, um, yeah, we never healed. really see her walk. You get to, like, the... the and, oh, I took a step. And then in the next episode, she's in the wheelchair again. I'm like, oh, is, are uh, we no, not I doing this? No, I think she was just in a chair. Yeah. I think she was just in chairs from then on. Yeah. Um, and so there's no growth as a character. Because I almost feel like as we went on... And again, it's an ensemble. But I felt like as we went on, say, the middle part, maybe even the latter part, she was sort of forming to be a main character, or at least had the most story. With the Shadowkin heart and and the her struggle, but I'm like, I don't know. I was actually starting to not get interested anymore because her mm-hmm. character was so not interesting. Because uh, I mean, there wasn't more to it. It's like, 
oh, I'm I'm always at war, I'm always, and nothing affects me, and I'm like, okay, well, you're not interesting, then. Well, and yeah, <laughs> I mean, in the very first episode, you know, she's like, nobody wants kind, nobody wants nice, I'm mousy, I'm mousy, I'm mousy, and then straight away, she's, nope, I'm very strong, I may look mousy, but I'm really strong, and and almost every episode- I can fight the shadow- Ken King. Yep. And almost every episode, she repeats that. I'm stronger than you think I am. Look, watch me beat up the Shadow Ken or sleep with Ram or do all of these things that are really, really... And so we've gone from, oh, I'm mousy to, oh, I'm strong. And there's no build. We don't see that growth. We don't see that steel underneath. And we don't get to explore that. She tells us. Mm That she's stronger than she looks. She tells us that she's nice, uh-huh. and then she tells us that she's stronger than she looks. And she plays, is that a violin or a fiddle? I don't it, know. It, there is no difference, sweetheart. Okay. It depends on the type of music you play as to what you call it. Okay. So, so she plays a fiddle for all intents and purposes, yeah. but it's the exact same instrument. She does sing a little bit, so I was like, okay, I guess the actress wants to sing in an episode. Yeah, which is what <laughs> I always think when yeah. these sorts of things are just Someone's thrust trying upon to get an us. Album. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, she was fine. Not, no complaints, obviously, but it's sort of like, okay, they were doing this now yeah um we're having music now (laughs) (laughs) music night and ram totally knew where to find her even though they were having a fight yes i don't know how that happened but whatevs yeah and and her mom sits through the whole episode right pretty much i don't i mean she had a lot to go on but it was nothing i really want to talk about because it wasn't that yeah except she turned into the shadow canon thing and i'm like okay (laughs) yeah oh god where are you going with this yeah absolutely that was just yeah, I don't know. You know and so does that mean her? that all the souls came back? I don't, I, I don't I know. know. I don't have any. I, I don't know. I just I feel like know. Ram may kill Charlie in the next minute that we didn't see. Yeah, uh, quite possibly. Ram's kind of a... Maybe beats him with his automated leg. Yeah, I, guess. I don't know. Which uh, I, I don't know if he's learned how to use. We never really... I mean, we he get to see... The, he's, he hits the, the water garden. bottle with yeah, the football. Yeah. yeah, once. But then he's still not... It, I don't nah, know. I'm not buying so it. anyway. Tanya. Tanya. It was weird because, <laughs> maybe because, you know, after a certain age, you can't tell how old people are anymore. She's like, I'm 14 and younger. I'm like, you seem the same age. I don't know. <laughs> but okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm willing to suspend my disbelief because I understand in my head that none of these actors are the ages they're playing. Because so I, I feel like we just move on. Uh, the problem, not that it was a, a bad premise, but the problem is that, okay, she's supposed to be, I guess, the, the Wonder Thunder Kid, you know, so she's really, really smart, but she's younger than everyone. But because of her culture, Nigerian. Uh, no, I, I get think that wrong. Nigerian. So because right. of her Nigerian mom and, and culture, it's not clear whether she's being treated that way because she's fourteen or because she's Nigerian. Ah, uh, and, and so and she makes a thing. You're absolutely right. She makes. A, she talks a lot about. Uh, you know, when she got out of the house and she's like, Oh, my Nigerian mom is going to, you don't know how much I'm, (laughs) yeah. And so, and so you're absolutely right. You don't know how much of its culture and how much, like in other words, if she was 16, does it change the story at all? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know because she is not so much of a wonder kid that we see, you know, that she sort of becomes the doctor position of, Mm. I know all these things. And we and we don't see enough of her with her family. Except till the end, and then those those yeah. poor brothers who appear in two episodes, and no I lines. think they're twins. Yes, and and I'm like, man, that's just mean <laughs> to cast these boys and then just orphan completely them. not use them. <laughs> yeah, and then orphan them, of course. And yeah. again, you want you know you have that lovely. And I thought she was brilliant. Oh, I thought, yeah, yeah. No I thought with Tanya her. was absolutely brilliant. But, and you have this nice one moment with her mom after the mystery dad goes away, which is, and you have some great moments of her with slimy dad or whatever he is. But again, even with this whole, my mom, my mom's culture, my culture, I'm being forced to stay in the house more. We don't see it because we don't see your mom enough. We don't see that sort of thing. And also... Maybe I was distracted in that episode because I thought it was an interesting episode. It's very theatrical, you know, with the mm. setup. But then at the end, it's sort of like, I don't know, I'm angry, and that's how I defeated it. I'm like, oh, okay. Is that- and I just thought maybe that might work. So I totally took his hand, knowing it was a trick, hoping maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I agree. Uh, it was Again, all this build it was- up, build up, build up, build up. And then, like, I touched him and I was angry and I win. I'm like, and and okay. now we're never gonna deal with that again. Yeah, because that now that situation's gone. Yeah, 
you know, again, we don't see the buildup of this anger towards her dad in any way, shape, or form. We don't see the reaction to that once it's done. There's no personal stuff for these kids. I mean, and so it doesn't yeah. matter. It would have been interesting to have more, I don't know, not being a 14-year-old British girl, but like what, what what's the clear delineation? Other than she's really smart, but what would make her younger? Like different cultural, different way she dresses... You know, what's that two years difference? Or just a, some sort of moment. Again, she's like, I feel like I'm everybody's little sister. And I'm like, really? Because we've not seen that at all. Yeah, you're in every episode with everyone all the time. And nobody says anything (laughs) In fact, you initiate most of the computer calls, it seems like. (laughs) Nobody says, go home, you're too young to deal with this. Or, you know, oh, we shouldn't talk about this in front of her. You know, there's none of those moments. These guys are very much the Scooby gang. Yes. Literally, because really, how much do you know about Fred and Daphne? And you don't know. Have you met Fred's parents? Do you ever see them in the cartoons? No. That's what this is. These, and, and so it's too caricature, I think, for me. And then to, uh, move on, segue to the Scooby Doo of this gang. Ah! Quill. Ah! The best thing about this show. Well, actually, I think his quill is interesting. I will say it's not a bad episode by any means, but the quill only episode, I'm like, I don't know if I can have an episode of class that doesn't have the kids. Like, I feel like... I was good with it. I I love her. I thought she was brilliant. And then, you know, the first thing I said to you when we watched the backstage Uh stuff and they showed the actress who played Quill Uh is, oh, my God, she's so much softer looking. (laughs) You know, she just looked softer. It was just, Quill is so sharp. And, again, she doesn't get, we see... A little bit of the, I feel like I'm being left out. I'm the one who comes in and saves the day sometimes, and that's never acknowledged. And you could see a little bit, and I feel like if they had 16 episodes, we could have watched that build more. It would have made way more sense. The whole pregnancy thing was ridiculous. I mean, so if we're doing Buffy, she's clearly Spike. Yes, yes. Latter latter series Spike, of course. Uh, Not rapey Spike. Well, yeah, no. Um, but anyway, but but the uh, not villain Spike, but the reluctant anti-hero Spike. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, same hair color, actually. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, but yeah, and so I think she was good for comic relief on one hand, but then also her story was interesting. But again, as you said with Charlie, we don't get it. Like, we can't judge for ourselves who's right or who's wrong or is there a gray area. Is she a terrorist or is she a freedom fire? You know, does she deserve being, as Tanya and other people, a slave? Or punishment, as Charlie calls it. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, know, and then so we're just left to be like, because I feel like that is an issue. Is she Charlie's slave? Which obviously is not a good thing. And again, even even without any of the backstory, even if we didn't have any of the backstory other than the moment they landed at Coal Hill, Mm -hmm. um, we don't see enough of their relationship. To understand. They live together, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So what is it about the way Charlie treats her that makes her feel like she's a slave? What is it about the way Charlie treats her that makes Charlie feel like it's not that, you know, what sort of angst is going on that that we never see? They seem to be getting along fine most of the time. You Mm -hmm. know, it's it's not warm particularly, but it's two housemates. Yeah doing their thing so what is the thing that that leads to this again i just feel like if they had poor they they had spread this out just a little bit longer so she's left pregnant with a presumably shape 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 changers baby or whatever yeah and without the control thing in her head and the weird animal thing. And, that's, and see, again, I quite liked that episode because it, was a little it random. felt a little it's bit not, more Doctor Who-ish. Yeah, it, self-contained, it's it's fine, but in the larger series, it doesn't really fit. It's like, yeah. Goose did with a Wonderland, you know. Yeah. Like, okay. But again, it <laughs> felt too fast. Yeah. It, you know, the whole thing of, I fight you. You help me. Mm. You operate on me. We have sex. Now we have to fight till the death. Yeah. I, I don't. What, uh, yeah. Sorry, what? <laughs> and, and now I'm pregnant. And then the 
And yeah. now I have long hair, but then I cut it off again, so I have no idea, you know. I, it, it, it's almost like they wrote her, like, wouldn't it be really funny if at the end of this episode she shows up long hair and pregnant and it with a scar? Actually, I don't know if we saw that she was pregnant, but anyway. We didn't. We didn't yeah, see she I was pregnant. Was like, that is a good idea. Episode. And then like, oh, shoot, now i got to write that episode. Yeah, yeah <laughs> try and figure it out. Um, but I thought the actress was absolutely yeah, brilliant. Yeah. The actress was phenomenal. I just, and, and I'm so gutted. Because I so wanted to love this. I mean, even watching it again this mm-hmm. weekend, I so wanted to love it, and it just never came together. And they, you know, as we said, they couldn't figure out if they wanted to be a monster of the week or if they wanted to have a through line. And so they'd sort of be a monster of the week, and then there might be a random mention of the through line. And oh, yeah, she shares her heart with the Shadow Kin King. And it just, it never gelled. Because to me, me, even though I watched it before watching this time, I was really hopeful. Like, oh man, I hope they don't use that shadow kinning. Oh, they are really it's oh, like back. by the third episode or fourth, he's back already, or they are back already. I'm like three episodes. This should have been first, somewhere in the middle, end. That yeah. should have been the shadow yeah. kin, not this like that's it's like seventy five percent shadow kin. I'm like that's not okay. They're really not that interesting to be honest. I mean, I get the whole backstory that they killed the, the Quill and the Charlie's Ronin, whatever. I forget it was. You know, but but like, again, we don't know that. Yeah. We didn't say, you know, we see the massacre scene a little bit yeah. with all of these creatures who look human. And there's already been a mention of the fact that, oh, no, we only look human to you it guys now. like a two-second gag of like what they look like real. I can forget what it looked like, but yeah. Yeah, well, we do see the demon, or not the demon, the goddess. Yeah. Quill, the quill goddess. Yeah. Uh, so putatively they're all supposed to look like that i don't know before they cut off the goddess head which is right at the moment that quill's starting to believe in the god it's weird it was too much it was too fast i desperately wanted to love it i still enjoyed it but oh i wanted that to gel yeah so anyway so i mean i feel like we've pretty much talked about why it didn't work so yeah it's it's now i don't know if you know it does continue on Big Finish. I did see that in my Wikipedia readings, yes. So we may and yeah, maybe we should like. and just to see if it does find its feet. Interestingly enough, they were saying that Patrick Ness was not going to return for regardless. the second season. Yeah, regardless. I'm sure there's some behind the scenes drama. And I, I, <laughs> I kinda wanna know what it is. And again, I'm quite gutted because because Patrick Ness is somebody who wrote a trilogy. Mm-hmm. He's somebody who knows how to draw the story out, and it just didn't happen here. And I'm sad because I enjoyed those books as yeah. well. Really enjoyed those books, and this just didn't. Didn't draw on the viewers on know. BBC Three. Now apparently. I'm worried about Marjorie Blackman. <laughs> I don't think Doctor Who's going to get canceled because of that. Okay. Okay. Well, from that kind of a depressing note, but anyway, yeah, if you yeah. if you've listened or if you've seen class, let us know what you think. Yeah, we'd if love you to know. Haven't opinions. seen class? Check it out and see if we're wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we'd we, we'd love to be wrong. When it comes back for the second season, we'll figure it out. In a couple of years, they'll be like, we. I don't know. Britain doesn't do this as much as America. America will be like, remember class? It's back. <laughs> you know. We're just doing that right now for some reason. I think it's the desperate need of people to escape the world we currently live in. <laughs> But anyway. uh, and and that's the thing. I hope that they haven't completely screwed up the idea because I think the premise is fab. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love the premise. So I hope they haven't completely screwed it up. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, moving on to yes, the TARDIS library. So for Into the TARDIS Library this time, I, I was thinking about students and teachers. I was tempted for a moment to go to Ian and Barbara's last episode. Ah. But unfortunately, it's in The Chase, which is one of those lost episodes. We saw that was the um, the Christmas First Doctor episode we watched. Oh, right, yeah. Or watched, I say, hand quotes. So it's, and, you know, it's really long, and it's also lost. So it's just a bunch of, we'd be watching recordings for like, six episodes so oh, and that would have made me sad exactly so i thought about who's a young person or a student and so i thought about adric sort of the for the kids character of doctor <laughs> who and so uh we looked at the fourth doctor story that introduced the character of adric and that is full circle 
the series that premiered 25 October 1980. So I was just a few uh, few weeks old when this came yeah, on. Yeah, you were. So oh, bless your heart. It all comes full circle. So uh, would you like to read the abbreviated synopsis from TARDIS.Wikia? desperate to. The TARDIS falls through a CVE into eSpace... There's a lot of words that don't make a lot of sense. And arrives on the planet Alzarius. There, the inhabitants of a crashed starliner and a group of young rebels called the Outlers, led by a boy named Varsh and including his brother Adric, are terrorized by a race of marshmen who emerge from the marshes, strangely enough, at a time known as Mistfall. So I think I, I think I have a quibble. It's not a crashed starliner. It's okay. never taken off, right? Yes, but we assume uh, we don't realize that until the very end. Okay. So presumably, by I would just say Starliner. Yeah, fair enough. You don't want to mislead people in a synopsis. or an abandoned Starliner yeah. or a yeah. non-working oh, Starliner. Well, or is it that this is going to the whole? Because I maybe I misunderstood this because the they're not humans. But I'm going to use lack of a better word. The humans we see are actually evolved marshmen who've maybe taken over the Starliner that did crash. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't think so. I, the I got from? the impression that it was a crashed Starliner, okay. but the things that crashed the Starliner might have even been the spiders, okay. who then evolved into the marshmen, who then invo- evolved into the humans. So the spiders read the binders. The spiders left all the binders. Apparently, there were a lot of things that didn't make a whole lot of sense with this. Yeah. So, uh, introducing Adric, who's a character. Well, I I say like, well, I say like, (laughs) because you know, the the I feel like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Like we we spoke to uh, a guest who uh, Adric is their favorite character. Seems most people see him as sort of the Wesley Crusher. You either really like him or really don't. Mm. Um, and so, like, a lot of people are like, oh, he gets killed. That's fine. And there's some people who Hashtag like, spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Well, we talked. We've already saw that. We episode. have already talked Definitely. about that. But anyway, what'd you, I know, but still. What would you think of the introduction of Adric? Because they, they, it's funny. They sort of introduce him, but they don't spell out that he's a companion because it doesn't, he doesn't really officially companionize until the next episode. Since at the end, you don't really know that he's still at the TARDIS. But spoiler alert, next series, he's like, ah, I'm on the TARDIS. Ah. I'm, I'm part of the cast now. Uh, now we have before we get to adric we have romana right romana two the uh, second 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 romana i'm working i'm working on it Mm. i have to i have to really retrain my brain because then i'm like how do we call the doctor oh yeah the third doctor so the second i have to walk maybe it's just a woman thing we're gonna call her doctor 13th okay all right i can get behind that uh so anyway second romana but they mention Nissa and Tegan. No. Uh, no, uh, Layla. Leela. Leela. I'll get it right. And they mention Leela and. Because we haven't. You have, so when she, she left on Gallifrey and had a, met a guy. Okay, so she has just left. Not that's, just. Okay, but that's Long the ago, reference. Yes. Okay, because I was like, where are we? Because well, it was Leela left and then he went to. Well, I, cause it must have been Gallifrey. I can't remember the last episode, but it had to have been in Gallifrey because I tell you that. And then the Doctor was cruising, and you saw the first Romana, or, or yeah, the first Romana episode, Kia Time. There's the Kia Time series, sure, so that's all. Okay. So and even then, though there was two Romanas, technically. Second Romana, yeah, yeah. right. And then, and so then Adric comes before Nissa and Tegan. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm just we are, trying to get we are, all those things I, in my head. You know, we are nearing the end of the fourth Doctor's run. He, and Tom Baker's a little skinny, a little gaunt, I thought. Like in the cheeks. Okay. You know, he's a little more... He's very like... I'm like, is it Tom all right? So anyway, but anyway. Oh, bless. <laughs> he must have been The answer fine, is no. Um, <laughs> yeah, well. True. Um, so, yeah, he was fine. I liked the little ragtag bunch of rebels. I couldn't really understand... What they were rebelling Again, against. Again, this was very much another one of those, much like class, that chucked a whole bunch at us. <laughs> Without a lot of build up, mm-hmm. and then bam, this is a thing, and bam, this is a thing, and bam, and you're just sort of reeling from the whole thing. There's an interesting story there of having a tradition of your people 
and perhaps a little fear or doctrine and maybe even religious if you want to go there. Mm. Um, and then revealing like, oh, no, that's not the truth. The, the hidden truth is that the Marshmen are, are us. us. And that this yeah. whole thing that we've been working on, it's been ready. We could have left any time we wanted to. We just needed to click our heels but three times. But none of us know how to. to fly. Yeah, and, and that, yeah. And I guess that's the, it, it just becomes so muddied. So the Marshmen are us. And but they're trying to kill us. I guess. But they're trying there. to kill us. But they're evolving really quickly. But we never notice that they turn into us at any point. So how how quickly are they actually evolving? And did we come from the spiders, or are the spiders just a thing that happens the, to be the, there? The spider thing. And, of the spider taking over Romana. I didn't get. Yeah, that. and then none of us know how to fly this thing. So we've been pretending it's broken because actually it hasn't been forty years. But we're the only ones who know that. So don't tell anybody. It was just a lot of information, uh-huh. a lot coming at us, and then this ragtag group of you know Oliver and company. Want <laughs> um, to, to repair Starlight? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who, but the the thing is, they're not the ones who you know. If if it's the younger generation who figure out, yeah. oh, none of you know how to drive this thing. We can figure, you know, it's not the younger generation ultimately rebelling and rising to the next evolutionary level or anything. It's just, oh yeah, they happen to be there too, and please sir, may I have some more. Right. Um, you know, they don't find any of that information out. So One thing I thought that was interesting with Adric is that they establish early on that he's the math nerd, which is fine. He has a medal and everything. He has a star, yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, he doesn't do anything necessarily mathy. Yeah. I think yeah. I, I feel it's, like... it's like Tanya. Yeah. You know, we've, we've been told she's the really smart kid with really strict mom. Because yeah. I thought, I thought okay. like, that's how it would sort of endear him to the doctor. I mean, they, they there's some mathing of... of of uh, Romana trying to say, like, how heavy the TARDIS is. It's, like, this time to say. Yeah, uh, but, and he's helping with that. Because, like, I think... And then, like, there's a thing with the... I forget what it was called, but the viewer thingy um, that they... The, the Whatever that was. They found in the lab, and then that Adric ended up leaving in the TARDIS, even though he left himself in the TARDIS. Not that we know that until the next series, or serial. But, like, he doesn't do anything like, oh. Doctor would be like, oh, okay, Adric. Aren't you a useful child exactly. to have around? You know. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah, so it, it was uh, definitely some potential there. Yeah. But it, it wasn't there, but they didn't yeah. do it. So. Yeah. So I, I think that you Just, made a good choice here because not only did you get us student-like characters, mm-hmm. but you also got us a really great another example of if they had only taken four more episodes. <laughs> well, I don't think this this year needs to be longer. No. Yeah. <laughs> but, but maybe trim some fat. down. Yeah. yeah. Um, so again, they a, a, a serial where they were chucking an awful lot out of, uh, at us and expecting us to care. Yeah, and you just can't because they kill off half the kids. So yeah, and we're like mm, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Scott Bayo. Yeah, but at least you get to be the decider. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, right. So there we go. Yeah, this is actually <laughs> we've spent a lot of time watching bad television <laughs> this week, wasting our lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, this is actually going to mark our series finale. Well, not series finale. I'm saying that in the British sense, not the American yeah, yes, sense. Yeah. Uh, we're not ending the podcast. But this is sort of our season one. And <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're getting a divorce. <laughs> um, so this is the end of this. <laughs> That's not true. I'm no. just kidding. Right? right. It's, not, it's not true. <laughs> That's, we'll find out. Okay. okay. No, but anyway. But this <laughs> Cliffhanger. Ooh. Exactly. So this is sort of our season one capstone because um, we're going to basically take next week off and regroup. And then the week after, we'll be starting season two. And then the week after that, we'll be talking new Doctor Who with the 13th Doctor. And we already have our movie tickets bought, correct? That's true. It's going to be uh, in the cinemas that, so it's the 7th of October is a Sunday. Um, I think it's for the 12th, 13th. I can't remember. Not the 13th. That's when I take the GR. But anyway, it's that Wednesday. Yeah. Whatever that is. It's easy math, I know. Oh, um, but anyway. You're going to have a busy time, baby. What, what can you do? So anyway. But uh, that's what's to come, so we hope uh, you'll let us know your new Doctor Who thoughts and your old Doctor Who thoughts, and we're going to... And your thoughts on the podcast and which direction you'd like us to go. Um, Do we need to get rid of Philip? Because I've been thinking for a while, I really ought to just take this on as a solo show. You and the cat. Uh, Me and the cat, which is not a solo, that's not, that is the opposite of solo. But oh, feline, you've been thinking about this, I like (laughs) it. (laughs) But if you want to... At us, as the kids say, our the Twitter for the network is at 
join Nerd Party, or if you want to talk to us individually, I'm at NC Public Servant. And I'm at One Phoenix Theater. And so until next time, darling, you're my favorite Doctor Who co-host in all of time and space. Oh, and you're my favorite teenage boy. This is BBC Television. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.